Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Buckets. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Everybody who watches his show on a regular basis knows my love of the stretch four. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to town. Let's see if y'all don't know. Let's see if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pick and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This Shelly O, pretty girl dunking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Keep the gameplay, they want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets out the buckets, baby. You out of time. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo! We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. All right, so just addressing, I mean, all right, so I'm just going to deal with this. So... I'm sorry, but um, this is incredibly disrespectful to some of the players that helped carry this team to the Final Four last year. Um, Nigel Pack was the most outstanding player of the regional last year and shot us over and into the Final Four. So on Saturday, I saw him in person fuck his knee up and gut it out anyway, and he was barely able to even put weight on it, and he still went back out on the court and tried to play. Like, all of a sudden, we're shitting on all these same kids that that were an integral part of carrying this team to the Final Four last year, and this isn't... Yeah, we miss Isaiah Wong and, and Jordan Miller, obviously, but <clears throat> Isaiah Wong was on two of the worst teams in this <laughs> in this program's history, Okay, like I mean, if they were they didn't do this by themselves, um, and so I mean, I understand frustration, but pretending all of a sudden like Wooga and and Nigel and or Chad are not worthy. No, they're excellent players. This year has been a disaster for a multitude of reasons, injuries being a significant part of it. Um, but. When you start questioning their ability and their character, you're crossing the line. It's un- unacceptable. Um, there's a Final Four banner hanging in the rafters because of those kids. These same ones you're calling trash and jokers and all this shit in the chat. That's just not acceptable. Preach. Go root for another. Go root for another team. Then these kids gave a lot to this university, and I, I, we don't know who's going to be back and who's not. That's the nature of the sport at this point. Um, I didn't think Harlan Beverly was going to hit the portal to go to Wichita State, but he did, right? I mean, <clears throat> that's the that's the sport we're living in. But 
there's been a lot of lack of respect for what these kids have done for this program. And frankly, it's appalling and she's not going to take it anymore. Yeah. Like I, I was at all of those fucking games last year. I watched these kids battle. Like we were dead against Drake and they gutted that thing out. And it wasn't, it wasn't Zay and Jordan Miller playing two on five out there. So I don't know what you guys watched. Or if you just watched the final four or something, I don't know. I mean, Ruga was a huge part of that game. Yeah. No, I mean, if you go back and watch those, we don't win that Wuga that first game. Well, if you don't, well, I mean, it comes off that way when you're talking when you call them the worst P five team in the country without Omir. Like, no, Nigel Pack is one of the best players in the country. So is Wuga. They've been injured this entire like. Nigel, remember, Nigel got injured before Wuga. Then Wuga got injured. Nigel, complete. Like, I don't think he should have played today. His knee, you could tell on Saturday. I can't believe he came back into the game. He couldn't make shit after that, after he lit them up in the first half. But again, it's because these guys, like, <clears throat> these guys are trying to fix something that's not fixable. The season's fucked. But they're still like trying their damnedest to fix it, and they're out there gutting it out. They're playing through injuries, and it's not working. And I get the frustration, Meyer. Like, so I, I know, I know it's, I know it's frustrating. We're all frustrated, but you know, if we could run the season back with the same kids healthy, it would look very different. And you know, that's not to say that there's no blame on the kids and there's no blame on the coaches because there is. And we're going to spend the entire offseason talking about how this thing hmm. turned into a disaster. So, you know, there's six games left. We'll deal with that. We'll talk about the ACC tournament. <coughs> Matt and I will be at the ACC tournament. And then, you know, after that, we'll have plenty of time to do a, you know, retrospective on how this went so horribly wrong. Um, there's a lot of blame to go around, but, you know, we know we didn't have depth. Um, and we, couldn't take injuries and literally everyone got injured. <laughs> Bensley's the only key player that has not missed significant time this year with injuries. That's crazy. Yeah. So um in terms of coming back next year, we don't know. Um most of them have eligibility. We'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. You get you get um I think everyone has eligibility. Actually. I was gonna say I think everyone does actually. Yeah. Now, we have a top five recruiting class coming in as well. Like, the future is still bright for this program. But, yeah, the season's been a complete disappointment. And, you know, hopefully we'll be like North Carolina is. And this is a learning experience. And, you know, they brought back a lot of guys that no one thought Baycott was going to come back. But he did. <coughs> they got rid of Caleb Love. Yeah, we're smiling because it's Matt's favorite player, but <laughs> hey, he's him. doing <laughs> he's doing okay where he's at though too. To be honest, could use him, uh, but uh, no. But I mean, look, this is a. I can tell you right now, if Norchad Omir is back, which we don't know again, we don't know who will be back, then we're going to continue to play the same style of play we're playing now because he dictates that. You don't want him at the four because it takes away his advantages. So if he's the five. 
two things happen. One, you're playing small automatically. Two, he's going to command 35 minutes a game at least, unless he gets into foul trouble. So you're not going to go get like a quality big to to come and play five minutes a game. So that's just the reality. Yeah. But that is a good problem to have. Like there's not a single player <clears throat> I'm looking at on this roster. I'm like, well, that guy's got to go. Like I don't, I don't really feel that about any of these kids. Um, in terms of, like I said, if you could run it back healthy with the same roster, I think we see a different season. But that's the, those are the breaks, right? I mean, sports. Um, yeah. And then once well, this we've been snow- incredibly blessed the past two seasons that we haven't right. dealt with injuries. Right. It's it's been injuries. It's been bad luck. I mean, Wake Forest is a borderline tournament team. We played at their place without Wooga. Matthew Cleveland's shot to win the game goes halfway in and rolls out. And, um, you know, Syracuse, we played them without Norchad. Dude who can't make threes hits a three at the buzzer and beat us. I mean, it's just one of those years. You know, sometimes it just doesn't bounce your way. Um, so that that's where we're at at this point. But again, you got six games to kind of try and Um, I mean, okay. did, you watch, did you check our group chat? No, what happened? You should, should watch the show. Um, I just went off on that topic. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so I again, I think so. You're asking about the bench, no, but again, we have three of the best high school players in the country coming in who are going to play. A lot next year. Like Bethea's gonna start. So even if we just brought him and added into this team, one of the st- one of our again, we have six starters essentially. If you added him to this team, you know, that's now seven starters. Right? I mean, so no, the, the current bench is 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 ass. Let's be real. Like none of those guys you want other than okay, well, Bensley's fine. He's he's really good, actually. But so you basically have six starters and no backups. Everything else is just like, please don't like die on the court with these guys on there, which is why it was yeah. frustrating. You put Jakai in at the end of the game, but um, well, and to be honest, <laughs> I think that, and I'm, I'm this isn't like making excuses. I think that the coaches expected more from guys that were coming back, right? Um, guys like AJ Casey, um, guys like Chris Watson. And you know, haven't really gotten a lot of production. Well, it's 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 kind of interesting, guys. right? Right, because I I call this out when we beat Clemson earlier this year at home. Those were the two back. Nwoko got one minute. It was all Casey and Casey and Watson both got double digit minutes in that game. Woka was out injured. Yeah, how things have changed, and I I don't under there hasn't been any consistency. I mean, we all. There hasn't been consistency with playing time, which has resulted in no consistency from production in the bench, right? Right, right. <clears throat> you gotta like for guys that aren't elite and or, or starter caliber, let's just say, right? You gotta define a role, simplify for them, and say, "Hey, this is your job when you're in the game. Go do this." <clears throat> we have not done that at all, no. um, and so you know, all of a sudden, Joe Bay was in. Now Joe Bay's out again. It's just I, I don't doesn't make sense 
Yeah, it doesn't. And and um, <coughs> um, I honestly haven't kept up with really any of it. On Jovanovic started against us when <laughs> we did lose that game. So, um, I mean, you couldn't even tell he was on the court. He's not good, but um, yeah. No, I think. Look, I think some of the I think some of the bench players are going to transfer. But again, we have three really talented freshmen coming in that are going to command playing time in some capacity. But Thea's probably starting. It's definitely starting. We're talking about probably he's gonna he's gonna be a one and done going the lottery. So yeah, he's um, gonna be. I hot take. I think he's gonna be a top three pick. Yeah. So he's 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 in and he's he's um he's a starter. So by by nature, you've already improved your bench. Because he's a starter, um, <clears throat> I think Schwartz will may potentially start. If not, he'll get a lot of minutes. I think he'll come off the bench. Maybe I mean, it depends who comes back, though. Too. Yeah, right? that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think it depends who comes back. But he's like, t- like his senior year, he really took a step up too, in terms of like efficiency w- with scoring and whatnot. Because that was kind of the question mark for him. It's it's not. I think the issue is you're not going to uh, look. If Norchad leaves, I think we will get yeah. legitimate bigs. But if he we stays, to... <clears throat> if he stays, you're not really going to get. Again, we, we talked about this a lot this year, and it, it is it's a challenging problem, right? Because there are times where you're like, man, we need more size. But then you realize, look, if Norchad's getting 35 minutes a game. Who exactly are you coming into getting to come in and back him up? Yeah, and he and he's not nearly as effective at the four. So you either make him a worse player. Or you do what we're doing now, which is we roll with it. And I mean, hopefully, I think the answer there is Nawoko developing over the summer, so it can give you yeah. a solid ten minutes well, a let's, game. Let's say this too, like yeah. the the inconsistency and whatnot. Like you're asking Nawoko to come in and do something that he probably wasn't expected to do right, right away. Absolutely. Right? Like he was, he was what a three star recruit. You know, you can tell. Yeah. I mean, Coach L has even said like he's had to tell him where to be on the court and whatnot. He's and not you can ready see to that play. too. Like he gets lost a lot. A yeah, lot. that doesn't mean he's not going to develop into a nice right. player. No, and I us. think and I think that's the answer, right? That yeah. <clears throat> now, if Norchad leaves, you can hit the portal for like a legitimate, you know, guy who's 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 maybe started somewhere else on a college level. But right now, that role is backup minutes behind Norchad. Now, you know, you might play someone together with it. Like so Woko, you might get him to 15 minutes a game, playing sometimes next to Norchad, sometimes backing him up. And obviously if Norchad gets a foul trouble being the guy, if you if you develop him over the summer, that's probably the the plan A. Now if Norchad leaves, you've got to get a starting caliber yeah. big. And that's just a different and I think that's when we will get someone taller, frankly. <clears throat> but right now. You're not getting a better player than Norchad O'Meara. He's one of the best players in the country. So I think that's probably the the, the frustration with this team is, you know, you're not trading Nigel Pack for maybe only a handful of players in this position. Same thing with Norchad. Same thing with Woga. So what are we talking about? Right? I mean, it's just, it just hasn't worked. It hasn't clicked. We're. I asked this question, you know, a few months ago. And I think it's come to fruition. We are look, man. Matt didn't even bring this up, and I brought it up independently on my own. So I 
I might have very, very possibly might have infected you. Um, um, but um, anyway, back to the, the point we were making, um, you know, it just hasn't clicked and it is very much like North Carolina last year. Now we weren't the number one team in the country coming in, but we were seventh at one point. We were picked to finish second in the ACC. You know, we were, I know he sucks, but Lunardi's preseason bracketology, you know, he had us up there pretty high. Like we were supposed to be good. Right. And keep in mind, last year was a five seed. Right. I mean, it's not like he, this was supposed to be an equivalent ish regular season and it just hasn't worked. And whether or not that's, you know, chemistry or I think injuries played a lot because we just haven't had the court time. I think coach Hell's let me try this off the bench. It's not helped. Um, because we just haven't had any consistency and it's all just kind of spiraled out of control now to, to where we're at this point, which is, you know, an average, probably above average, but, you know, slightly above, above average team instead of, you know, where we're expected to be, which is at the top of the ACC. Yeah. Do you want to answer this question? Has Matthew Cleveland been a disappointment? Um, how do I want to answer this? I guess it depends on what your expectations for him were. Um, I will say there's an inconsistency when it comes to the offensive side of the floor. I don't know if that's like more of a mental, mental thing, whatnot, as Melissa says, yeah, in big time games. Um, but I mean, there were things like looking at film that we talked about, you know, before on the show, right? Like he's not going to be the best off ball defender. Um, I think he's been pretty solid on ball. Um, but I mean, I think it's, he, it's just, he hasn't been consistent. And I think that's just kind of the story of this team. We've mentioned, we've mentioned it like multiple times. Um, but yeah, I think one of the things I've been, disappointed um with him and yeah Melissa's is absolutely right he's a different type of player yeah i if you that's why i say like it depends what your expectations were jordan miller is a completely different player jordan miller was one of the greatest in the country with court awareness knowing where to be on the floor and just has a complete like different game offensively as well they're just different players um Jordan Miller did a lot of the things that people I, – I think they started to notice them last season, but does a lot of the little things for your team to win. Does <laughs> vicious dying here. Um, and, you know, Matthew Cleveland doesn't do those things. I mean, that's okay. He's a different player, but um, we're definitely missing those things. I, I do think that uh, Cleveland is kind of inconsistent, especially on the offensive side of the floor. Um, I think he's but... too deferential. Like I, I want him. I think he's a better player than he gives himself credit for. But I think yeah, he I, up, no, it's definitely a, a team. Ment- it's a mental thing. Well, I think he showed up a, to a team that went to the Final Four last year from a team that was awful and was like, "I got to fit in." When frankly, he could be the best player on this team. <laughs> I don't think he's, um, and I don't think. Um, He's really risen to that challenge because I don't think he's challenged himself to to do that. 
think I think he's been more um, differential. That's why his best games were with Wug out. It's almost yeah. like when Wug is not there, which again, like again, Melissa, what Melissa says, right? Like we expect him to be Jordan Miller, which is unfair. We also look. He is not a four. He would be much better off playing the three. You know, and 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 I think he's, you know, some of the exploitation I expect. In fact, today, right? He had Scheffler on him or whatever his name is. Yeah, didn't capitalize on it. Try to go around him all day, but that's just not like I think he's more comfortable playing in some natural three in front of him and not where Jordan Miller was much better at the four than the three, right? I mean, it's just <laughs> again different players, but he's playing out of position, and I don't think he's been as as aggressive in claiming his um his territory on this team and <sighs> too late for that now. Yeah. And I mean I think the other thing too, like kind of going back on, you know, the whole losing Wong and Miller, I think the thing that gets overlooked is we lost the two best decision makers on our team. They're the best with the ball. They wouldn't try to do too much. Like Jordan Miller he would have that mismatch, but he wouldn't force any bad shot, right? Like, he would kick it out. He would make a good pass. I think that's kind of, you know, something we've struggled with this season when you look at the turnover numbers as well. So I think that's a contributing factor of why we haven't performed. Obviously, I think that, you know, the chemistry factor is part of the turnovers as well. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, <sighs> yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> like I said, there, there's a better team in here. We just haven't seen it other than in spurts. And, you know, I think the confidence has gone too. Yeah. And it's all just, it's all snowballed. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, Isaiah Wong was ACC player of the year. His jersey, he should be retired at some point with Rick Barry and Tim James. And, you don't just plug someone in and replace that. Yeah. So it's, it is what it is. I think we, we and, and this is where, like you said, not just the decision made, but like, you know, he, what he brought was he would take really hard shots and routinely make them. So he was impossible. Oh, that's one of the reasons it's impossible to guard us. Yeah. Like when we needed, and again, I encourage everyone shitting on the current players to go watch the full game highlights or you just watch the highlights with the full games are on YouTube. Watch that tournament run last year and look at the same players and how they're playing now versus at that time. And you can see the lack of confidence now. You can see the hesitation. Um, and, you know, that's what comes with losing, you know. Um, in fact, watch games from November this year and watch now. You know, it's just gone. But, you know, when we were really challenged last year, it was it was Zay with the ball. And that's because he just calm, calming influence. And you couldn't really do anything because he was going to take a tough shot. You know, what the defense tries to do is get you off the three-point line, force you to take contested mid-range. That's his shot. And so, it you know, yeah, you're missing that. He's the... The best player of the ACC last year. He's, you know, a top three player in program history here. You're going to miss that. Um, but everyone else off of that team that came back is not playing as well for various reasons. Injuries, um, 
being the main reason, but just, you know, once the confidence goes, it's hard to just in the middle of the season when you're, I mean, we looked at the schedule and we, you know, when we, when we looked at it at the beginning of the year, we were talking about how we got to run up the record at the beginning of the season because, you know, all these road games at the end, you're going to Clemson, you're going to North Carolina still, um, all this stuff. Like, this is a tough stretch. Like, we got BC and then we got Duke. Like, this is not the stretch to try and make up ground. <laughs> but, you know, we uh, we fumbled at the beginning of the season. Again, injuries played into that. And then now it's just where we're, where we're at, where <clears throat> so many of these players are a shell of what they were last year. And, you know, you kind of just got to get to the offseason and, and rehabilitate. Yeah. I mean, again, it's possible. UNC did it. Basically the exact same thing. <clears throat> now we'll see who's still here next year. It's a whole other question. But again, we do have, look, there's a lot of talent coming in. And yeah. people leave will also hit the portal. So we got a lot of shows to talk about to speculate on yeah. who's going to come back. Yeah. So why don't we, why don't we, why don't we do this? Let's, uh, have you ever read Price Fix? No. You want to give it a shot? Mm, too much pressure. All right. I will cough my way through it. The presenting sponsor of <laughs> Buckets and Five Reasons Sports and Five Reasons Canes is Price Picks. Uh, Price Picks is the daily fantasy game where you you bet on the over, under, on individual player stats. You pick two to six players. Um, <clears throat> bet the over, under on them. And um, if you get them all right, you get paid out. Um, and right now, if you sign up for a new account and um, and um, deposit up to $100, Five Reasons Sports and PricePicks.com will match your deposit. As long as you use the offer code five, that is the number five spelled out F I V E. Um, so definitely check that out. Pricepix.com. Sign for a new account with the offer code five F I V E. Vish putting the team on his back. I'm, I'm like Nigel. I'm fucking everything up, but I'm playing herd, and now everyone's going to blame me anyway. Um. <laughs> Cue the socks outro. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks. Yeah,